What's up guys, my name is Sebastian and I just want to officially welcome you to another episode of the Gumzo Africa podcast. Around here we talk about what is happening in the business, health and tech spaces from a consumer's perspective. Yesterday we did an episode on Apple launching their cheapest smartphone and we got a lot of reaction, people saying that even the cost that they had already placed on the product, the $399, the argument was that $399 is not cheap. And trust me, from an African uh, setting or, or perspective, there is a lot of truth in that because $399 means uh, approximately 40,000 Kenya shillings. And just to give you the context of why that could be a lot, there are houses that go for as little as 5,000 or 2,000 Kenya shillings. So in Africa and Kenya in particular, 399 is not cheap. And I just want to let you know if you're among the people that felt as though I was in support of the quote-unquote cheap uh, notation that had been put on the new iPhone SE, I understand where your argument is, but uh, the episode was only highlighting what we had gotten, what we had seen, and how Apple was positioning uh, was positioning this new phone. Anyway, today's episode is all about business and economics. Someone forwarded me a screenshot of uh, a tweet by one of Kenya's greatest um, economists, Mr. David D. And the screenshot was of a tweet he had put out saying that uh, during these um, times, like during a global pandemic, the people in the informal sector are most are most likely to come out at the other side, you know, of all this whole situation compared to the people in the formal sector, you know, like the guys who are employed, the eight to fives or nine to fives, depending with what you what time you clock in and what time you punch out. Anyway, and as a person who's always curious about these things, the first thing I did was to look at the tweet from a perspective of someone who's also in business, and there was a lot of truth in it. And um, coincidentally, I had a lot of things that I needed to do. So against all odds, and I promise you I was safe, against all odds, I got out of the house and drove all the way to Nairobi city center because last week, I think last week or last week but one, there was a clip that was put out by the Daily Nation, the Nation Media Group. And they were just sort of giving a highlight of how the Nairobi city center was during this period. And you could barely spot anyone in the streets. Number number two, you could barely spot even cars in the streets. So in my head, I was thinking, okay, since this is the situation or that is the assumption that I was working with. So I figured even if I drove all the way to the CBD, then I would be able to, in as much as I'm doing these other things, I'll also have um, like an insight of what is actually happening in the informal uh, business world, the Jokali sector, the entrepreneurs, you know, the kind of people who have to go out there every day to make money. There, there's a very big difference when you when you are an MSME, micro and middle-sized and small business owner. And even the way, there's a difference between the MSMEs and the corporate because with corporates, there's usually this huge wheel that is constantly moving. So whether you're there or not, 
the company has the potential to make money and for SMEs most of us have to physically be present at the business at any given time and I know there are quite a number of business courses uh, short courses and trainings that teach you how to be able to run your business without necessarily being there and in future episodes we're gonna take a look at the few ones that make sense to us but in this episode i'm just gonna take you back to what i saw and what in reference what, what i saw in reference to what mr david d had said number one getting into the cbd was hard because all the way um, from where i live to the cbd is a distance and five minutes into the drive i was met with a traffic jam and i was like what is happening you know because my expectation was that the roads are also clean or clear if guys are staying at home then there shouldn't be a lot of traffic and i remember the other day just to sort of uh digress the other day i saw a whatsapp status by one of my phone contacts and he were contacts and he had posted a, a, a snapshot or a photo of uh, traffic in uh, i think kasarani and the traffic was from point a to point z you know it was bumper to bumper and in the caption he had put the city quote unquote the situation at kasarani mwiki as from 7 30 and this thing he was posting it at around 10. i can't really remember what the timestamps are but that was the whole context of the post he had put up on his whatsapp status so when i saw that today when i saw the traffic i was like my prayer is i don't get stuck into in traffic because number one i hate small spaces i hate uh, being in crowded places and i hate waiting and i know that makes me look as an impatient person i promise you i'm not i just like things done in a certain way and within certain time limits because i know if i'm leaving my house i should be in the cbd within 25 to 30 minutes so if it takes longer than that i usually end up questioning if i should even go ahead with what i was planning to do anyway i get past this traffic this whole traffic thing uh, turns out it was just a thing of uh, people overlapping and being um, rude on the road. This common decency thing is not common to everyone, I guess. Anyway, so a few a few miles to the CBD, I get another traffic, but it was moving. So I get in the CBD and I promise you, um, you see, if your mindset is, is one where you're thinking, I'm going to the CBD and I do not expect to get traffic, what you do is you pay. You pay your parking ticket uh, now that things are digital. So I paid my parking ticket before I got to the CBD because I knew the last thing I'll need to worry about is uh, parking space. So I do that and I get to the CBD and I, can, I cannot get a single parking space. I saw one, but by the time I was going around and following all the traffic, um, parts that are set it was already gone it took me around 30 minutes just to get a parking space and i even got it because I, I got help from one of those parking boys you know those guys who sort of hoard parking spaces and then sell them off to people who do not necessarily want to pay for parking 
So just to again digress and give you a context of how these people operate is they would go early in the CBD and maybe pay for one parking, if at all. And then uh, what they would do is uh, get someone who does not want to pay for a parking space. And they do this in cohorts with the Nairobi City Council uh, parking attendants. So what they do is if you give them, say, 100 shillings, they split it 50-50 with the city council guys. And that is how they survive. I don't know how... Uh, legitimate that business is and if it's at all something that is acceptable because i would imagine that means they're taking revenue that would have otherwise been going to this city council anyway that is a story for another guy so this guy helps me get the parking space and my number one thing and don't worry i was safe i had my mask on at all times i always have a sanitizer in the car so that was taken care of and i was not planning to interact with anyone my mindset was that of just go and see if guys are actually hurting or if they are finding a way around this whole coffee thing. And I promise you, there is no shop that is usually open on a normal day that was closed today. Like all the shops were open, guys were doing business as normal. And the surprising bit was that even in those stalls where guys operate from, People are just chilling, you know. They have masks in their pockets or some of them have it, have them even sagging under their chin and they're just there hanging. If you're a customer, come in, ask for product, touch it, give it back. No one was bothering with sanitizing. I don't remember seeing any single shop that had a sanitizer at the counter and guys were just going on about with their normal lives. It makes you wonder if people know something that we don't because uh guys are acting as this corona thing is nothing and i remember uh, at the beginning of this episode i mentioned i asked if you thought people were more scared of the police than they were of the coronavirus and i think the answer is yes because uh, just to give um a context to that the other day i saw uh, one of the presenters in kenya i think jalango yes he had put up a video uh showing him driving i think in the cbd 30 minutes after the curfew time and there was no single car on the road so i'm wondering how are people very much comfortable interacting with total strangers in their shops and just doing business as normal but when it comes to beating the curfew they're always on time and the other question will be are people actually staying at home or is it just a facade are, are there people that uh are actually following the guidelines that have been issued by the government because some of us do that we stay indoors only leave the house when it's necessary and i remember there's a quote that is doing rounds on the social media platforms by uh, the health seers uh, mr mutahi kagwe and it says if we continue acting normally this virus is gonna treat us abnormally and I'm really hoping that even these people that uh, are doing business on a day-to-day -day basis, yes, I know we need to survive and we need to squeeze in every last coin because at the end of the day, our utilities don't really care whether we are getting paid or not. Your landlord will just wait for your check to, you know, get to him or her. Uh, if you need to buy grocery, your mamboga will actually ask you for money before they even give you the mboga. So the question is, 
how do we balance doing business on, on uh, in a manner that makes sense to us in terms of finances but at the same time being careful about the interactions that we make and i remember there's a building that i got into and went to the left interacted with the person who was at the counter and then when i was leaving he also came with me and i realized um, in the shop he didn't have his mask on but when we got out he pulled his mask from his pocket and put it on when he was getting into the lift so the question is are we in a position to no I, th- i think i need to rephrase that the question would be how careful are we when it comes to just taking care of ourselves and being prepared for this corona thing because i'm thinking if even one person was in the cbd today and interacted with the vendor because what usually happens with these vendors you say if you're going to buy a power bank from this vendor and they don't have it they'll go and get it from another shop so one person can one person only can transmit the virus to up to 100 people and that is in the minimum number i'm not using any mathematical background but i'm just t- trying to think of the probabilities and the tree diagram if you remember the tree if you remember the tree diagram from primary mathematics you'd know that one person because if i interact with two people and i have the virus then the two people interact with the other two people and then those other two people are now interacting with other two people there's that multiple mathematics that happens anyway uh, as usual as usual around here i shall try and give you a visual presentation of what i'm working with so today I'm just chilling on the couch. I have my microphone. I'm trying to use a lapel mic so that this thing doesn't look all structured. When it does, sometimes I get nervous and I start fumbling with my words and I try to be this perfect. And today I figured I should try something new. So I have my microphone with me, uh tucked on the shirt of course and then it goes straight to the recorder. The recorder as I told you in the previous episode is connected to a power bank. And then as always I have my mug of coffee and that's that I also have my phone with me and uh, I'm just trying to see what is happening I hope that wherever you are you're keeping safe and that we are taking this thing more seriously there's no need to make money and then end up in a body bag because I believe the people that care for you the people that care for us will appreciate us being more present or being present as opposed to having money in the bank account and us guys not being present because if there's one thing that I've always believed is that money is something that can always be made and I'm sure that even after this corona thing we'll figure out other opportunities personally I'm also thinking of uh, diversifying uh, the kind of business we do because we need to find a way to get into the essentials category anyway i hope you're having an amazing amazing day i guess i'll see you tomorrow um peace out let me know what you think remember to subscribe to the channel and let's hang let me know what you think and i don't know how you can reach out because this podcast platform don't necessarily allow you to leave a comment but you can check me out on facebook sebastian davis gida or our facebook page the kenyan enter facebook.com/thekenyanentrepreneur on instagram is the kenyan entrepreneur or sebi sebi is s e b y no i sorry 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 on instagram is the kenyan entrepreneur i forgot that i had changed my username on instagram so it's the kenyan entrepreneur everywhere and i hope to see you around even more peace out <laughs>